Good morning. Happy Sunday. It is week six of Let Go and Let God. At this point on this day, I have only edited two episodes. So I have absolutely no idea if or when anyone will be hearing this broadcast. We're starting today's reading in the book of Exodus, chapter 26. And if I can keep my brain on straight, we should finish up Exodus today and start Leviticus next week. Make the tabernacle with ten curtains of finely twisted linen and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, with cherubim worked into them by a skilled craftsman. All the curtains are to be the same size, twenty-eight cubits long and four cubits wide. Join five of the curtains together and do the same with the other five. Make loops of blue material along the edge of the end of the curtain in one set, and do the same with the end curtain in the other set. Make 50 loops on one curtain and 50 loops on the end curtain of the other set, with the loops opposite each other. Then make 50 gold clasps and use them to fashion the curtains together so that the tabernacle is a unit. Make curtains of goat hair for the tent over the tabernacle, 11 altogether. All 11 curtains are to be the same size, 30 cubits long and 4 cubits wide. Join 5 of the curtains together into one set and the other 6 into another set. Fold the sixth curtain double at the front of the tent. Make 50 loops along the edge of the end curtain in one set and also along the edge of the curtain in the other set. Then make 50 bronze clasps and put them in the loops to fasten the tent together as a unit. As for the additional length of the tent curtains, the half curtain that is left over is to hang down at the rear of the tabernacle. The tent curtains will be a cubit longer on both sides. What is left will hang over the sides of the tabernacle so as to cover it. Make for the tent a covering of ramskins dyed red, and over it that a covering of hides of sea cows. They're murdering manatees in the Bible. Can you believe that? Make each upright frames of acacia wood for the tabernacle. Make upright frames of acacia wood for the tabernacle. Each frame is to be ten cubits long and a cubit and a half wide, with two projections set parallel to each other. Make all the frames of the tabernacle in this way. Make 20 frames for the south side of the tabernacle, and make 40 silver bases to go under them, two bases for each frame, one under each projection. For the other side, the north side of the tabernacle, make 20 frames and 40 silver bases, two under each frame. Make six frames for the far end, that is, the west end of the tabernacle, and make two frames for the corners at the end. And these two corners, they must be double from the bottom all the way to the top, and fitted into a single ring. Both shall be like that. So there will be eight frames and sixteen silver bases, two under each frame. Also make crossbars of acacia wood, five for the frames on one side of the tabernacle, five for those on the other side, and five for the frames on the west and at the far end of the tabernacle. The center crossbar is to ex- the center crossbar is to extend from end to end in the middle of the frames. Overlay the frames with gold and make gold rings to hold the crossbars. Also overlay the crossbars with gold. Set up the tabernacle according to the plan shown you on the mountain. Make a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen, with cherubim worked into it by skilled craftsmen. Hang it with gold hooks on four posts of acacia wood, overlaid with gold and standing on four silver bases. Hang the curtain from the clasps and place the Ark of the Testimony behind the curtain. The curtain will separate the holy place from the most holy place. (laughs) Put the atonement cover on the Ark of the Testimony in the most holy place. 
placed the table outside the curtain on the north side of the tabernacle and put the lampstand opposite on the south side. For the entrance to the tent, make a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer. Make gold hooks for this curtain and five posts of acacia wood overlaid with gold and cast five bronze bases for them. Build an altar of acacia wood three cubits high. It is to be square, five cubits long, and five cubits wide. Make a horn in each of the four corners so that the horns in the altar are of one piece and overlay the altar with bronze. Make all its utensils of bronze, its pots to remove the ashes and its shovels, sprinkling bowls, meat forks, and fire pans. Make a grating for it, a bronze network, and make a bronze ring at each of the four corners of the network. Put it under the ledge of the altar so that it is halfway up the altar. Make poles of acacia wood for the altar and overlay them with bronze. The poles are to be inserted into the rings so they will be on two sides of the altar when it is carried. Make the altar hollow out of boards. It is to be made just as you are shown on the mountain. Make a courtyard for the tabernacle. The cell side shall be a hundred cubits long and is to have curtains of finely twisted linen with twenty pots and twenty bronze bases and silver hooks and bands on the posts. The north side shall always be a hundred cubits long and is to have curtains with twenty posts and twenty bronze bases with silver hooks and bands on the posts. The west end of the courtyard shall be fifty cubits wide and have curtains with ten posts and ten bases. On the east end, toward the sunrise, the courtyard shall also be fifty cubits wide. Curtains fifteen cubits long are to be on one side of the entrance with three posts and three bases, and curtains fifteen cubits long are to be on the other side with three posts and three bases. For the entrance to the courtyard, provide a curtain twenty cubits long of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer, with four posts and four bases. All the posts around the courtyard are to have silver bands and hooks and bronze bases. The courtyard shall be a hundred cubits long and fifty cubits wide, with curtains of finely twisted linen five cubits high, and with bronze bases. All the other articles used in the surface of the tabernacle, whatever their function, including all the tent pegs for it and those in the courtyard, are to be of bronze. Command the Israelites to bring you clear oil of pressed olives for the light, so that the lamps may keep burning. In the tent of meeting, outside the curtain that is to keep, that is in front of the testimony, Aaron and his sons are to keep the lamps burning before the Lord from evening till morning, that is to be a lasting ordinance among the Israelites for generations to come. Have Aaron your brother brought to you from among the Israelites, along with his sons Nadab and Abihu, Elizar and Ithamar, so they may serve me as priests. Make sacred garments for your brother's Aaron to give him dignity and honor. Tell all the skilled men to whom I have given wisdom in such matters that they are to make garments for Aaron for his consecration, so he may serve me as a priest. These are the garments they are to make, a breastpiece and a fod, a robe, a woven tunic, a turnip, a, t- a turnip, a turban, and a sash. They are to make these sacred garments for your brother Aaron and his sons, so they may serve me as priests. Have them use gold and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen. Make thee a fod of gold and of blue and purple and scarlet yarn and of finely twisted linen, the work of a skilled craftsman. It is to have two shoulder pieces attached to two of its corners so it can be fastened. Its skillfully woven waistband is to be like it, of one piece with the ephod and made with gold, and with blue and purple and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen. Take two onyx stones and engrave them on the names of the sons 
and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel in the order of their birth, six names on one stone and the remaining six on the other. Engrave the names of the sons of Israel on the two stones the way a gem cutter engraves a seal. Then mount the stones in gold filigree settings and fasten them on the shorter pieces of the ephod and fasten them on the shorter pieces of the ephod as memorial stones for the sons of Israel. Aaron is to bear the names on his shoulders as a memorial before the Lord. Make gold filigree settings and two braided chains of pure gold like a rope and attach the chains to the settings. Fashion a breast piece for making decisions, the work of a skilled craftsman. Make it like the ephod of gold and of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and of finely twisted linen. It is to be square, a span long and a span wide and folded double. Then mount four rows of precious stones on it. In the first row, there shall be a ruby, a topaz, and a beryl. In the second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and an emerald. And in the third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. In the fourth row, a chrysolite, an onyx, and a jasper. Mount them in gold filigree settings. There are to be twelve stones, one for each of the names of the sons of Israel, each engraved like a seal with the name of one of the twelve tribes. For the breastpiece, make braided chains of pure gold like a rope. Make two gold rings for it and fasten them to Make two gold rings for it and fasten them to two corners of the breastpiece. Fasten the two gold chains to the right at the corners of the breastpiece and at the other ends of the chains to two settings, to the two settings, attaching them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front. Make two gold rings and attach them to the other two corners of the breastpiece on the inside edge next to the ephod. Make two gold rings and attach them to the bottom of the shoulder pieces on the front of the ephod close to the seam just above the waistband of the ephod. The rings of the breastpiece are to be tied to the rings of the ephod with blue cord, connecting it to the waistband, so that the breastpiece will not swing out from the ephod. Whenever Aaron enters the holy place, he will bear the names of the sons of Israel over his heart on the breastpiece of decision as a continuing memorial before the Lord. Also put the Urim and the Thummim in the breastpiece, so they may be over Aaron's heart whenever he enters the presence of the Lord. Thus Aaron will bear the the means of making decisions for the Israelites over his heart before the Lord. Make the road of the ephod entirely of blue cloth, with an opening for the head in its center. There shall be a, f a woven edge like a collar around this opening, so that it will not tear. Make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn among the uh, around the hem of the robe, with gold bells between them. The gold bells and the pomegranates are to alternate around the hem of the robe. Aaron must wear it when he ministers. The sounds of the bells will be heard when he comes, when he enters the holy place before the Lord and when he comes out so he will not die. Make a plate of pure gold and engrave it and engrave on it as on a seal holy to the Lord. Fasten a blue cord to it to attach it to the turban. It is to be on the front of the turban. It will be on Aaron's forehead and he will bear the guilt involved in the sacred gifts of the Israelites con consecrate, whatever their gifts may be. It will be on Aaron's forehead continually so that they will be acceptable to the Lord. Weave the tunic of fine linen and make the turban of fine linen. The sash is to be the work of an embroiderer. Make tunics, sashes, and headbands for Aaron's sons to give them dignity and honor. As you put these clothes on your brother Aaron and his sons, anoint and ordain them. Consecrate them so they may serve me as priests. Make linen undergarments as a covering for the body, reaching from the waist to the thigh. Aaron and his sons must wear them whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister in the holy place so that they will not incur guilt and die. This is to be a lasting ordinance for Aaron and his descendants. This is what you are to do to consecrate them so they may serve me as priests. 
Take a young bull and two rams without defect. And from fine wheat flour without yeast make bread and cakes mixed with oil and wafers spread with oil. Put them in a basket and present them in it, along with the bull and the two rams. Then bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance to the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Take the garments and dress Aaron with the tunic, the robe of the ephod, the ephod itself and the breastpiece. Fasten the ephod on him by its skillfully woven waistband. Put the turban on his head and attach the sacred diadem to the turban. Take the anointing oil and anoint him by pouring it on his head. Bring his sons and dress them in tunics and put headbands on them. Then tie sashes on Aaron and his sons. The priesthood is there by lasting ordinance. In this way, you shall ordain Aaron and his sons. Bring the bull to the front of the tent of meeting, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on its head. Slaughter it in the name of the Lord's presence at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Take some of the bull's blood and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger, and pour out the rest of it at the base of the altar. Then take all the fat around the inner parts, the covering of the liver and both kidneys with the fat on them, and burn them on the altar. But burn the bull's flesh and its hide and its offal outside its camp. It is a sin offering. Take one of the rams and Aaron, and his sons shall lay their hands on its head. Slaughter it and take the blood and sprinkle it against the altar on all sides. Cut the ram into pieces and wash the inner parts and the legs, putting them with the head in the other pieces. Then burn the entire ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord, a pleasing aroma, an offering made to the Lord by fire. Take the other ram, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on its head. Slaughter it, take some of its blood, and put it on the lobes of the right ears of Aaron and his sons, on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet. Then sprinkle blood against the altar on all sides, and take some of the blood on the altar and some of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it on Aaron and his garments, and on his sons and their garments. Then he and his sons, then he and his sons and their garments will be consecrated. Take from this ram the fat, the fat tail, the fat around the inner parts, the covering of the liver, both kidneys with the fat on them, and the right thigh, and the ram's this is the ram for the ordination. From the basket of bread made without yeast, which is before the Lord, take a loaf and a cake made with oil and a wafer. Put all these in the hands of Aaron and his sons, and wave them before the Lord as a wave of offering. Take them from their hands and burn them on the altar, along with the burnt offering for a pleasing aroma to the Lord, an offering made to the Lord by fire. After you take the breast for the ram of Aaron's ordination, wave it before the Lord as a wave offering, and it will be your share. Consecrate those parts of the ordination ram that belonged to Aaron and his sons, the breast that was waved from the breast that was waved and the thigh that was presented. This is always to be the regular share from the Israelites for Aaron and his sons. It is the contribution the Israelites are to make to the Lord from their fellowship offerings. Aaron's sacred garments will belong to his descendants so that they can be anointed and ordained in them. The son who succeeds him as priest and comes to the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place is to wear them seven days. Take the ram for the ordination and cook the meat in a sacred place. At the entrance to the tent of meeting, Aaron and his sons are to eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket. They are to eat these offerings by which anointment was made for their ordination and consecration, but no one else may eat them because they are sacred. And if any of the meat of the ordination ram or any bread is left over till morning, burn it up. It must not be eaten because it is sacred. Do for Aaron and his sons everything I have commanded you, taking seven days to ordain them. Sacrifice a bull each day as a sin offering to make atonement. Purify the altar by making atonement for it and anoint it to consecrate it. For seven days, make atonement for the altar and consecrate it. 
Then the altar will be most holy, and whatever touches it will be holy. This is what you are to offer on the altar regularly each day. Two lambs a year old. Offer one in the morning and the other at twilight. With the first lamb, offer a tenth of the ephah of fine flour mixed with a quarter of a hin of oil from pressed olives and a quarter of a hin of wine as a drink offering. Sacrifice the other lamb at twilight with the same grain offering and its drink offering as in the morning, a pleasing aroma as offering made to the Lord by fire. For the generations to come, this burnt offering is to be made regularly at the entrance to the tent of meeting before the Lord. There will meet there also I will meet with the Israelites, and the place will be consecrated by my glory. So I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar, and will consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. Then I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. They will know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out of Egypt, so that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. Make an altar of acacia wood for burning incense. It is to be square, a cubit long and a cubit wide, and two cubits high its horns of one piece with it. Overlay the top and all the sides and the horns with pure gold and make a gold molding around it. Make two gold rings for the altar below the molding, two on opposite sides to hold the poles used to carry it. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Put the altar in front of the curtain that is before the Ark of the Testimony, before the atonement cover that is over the testimony, where I will meet with you. Aaron must burn fragrant incense on the altar every morning when he tends the lamps. He must burn incense again when he lights the lamps at twilight, so increase incense will burn regularly before the Lord for generations to come. Do not offer on this altar any other incense or any burnt offering or grain offering, and do not pour a drinking offering on it. Once a year, Aaron shall make atonement on its horns. This annual atonement, atonement must be made with the blood of the atoning sin offering for generations to come. It is most holy to the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, When you take a census of the Israelites to count them, each one must pay the Lord a ransom for his life at the time he is counted. Then no plague will come on them when you number them. Each one who crosses over to the already counted is to give half a shekel, a half shekel, according to the sanctuary shekel, which weighs 20 gras. This half shekel is an offering to the Lord. All who cross over, those 20 years old or more, are to give an offering to the Lord. The rich are not to give more than a half shekel, and the poor are not to give less when you make the offering to the Lord to atone for your lives. Receive the atonement money from the Israelites and use it for the service of the tent meeting. It will be a meeting memorial for the Israelites before the Lord making atonement for your lives. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a bronze basin with its bronze stand for washing. Place it between the tent meeting and the altar and put water in it. Aaron and his sons are to wash their hands and feet with water from it. Whenever they enter the tent of meeting, they shall wash with water so that they will not die. And when they approach the altar to minister, representing an offering made to the Lord by fire, they shall wash their hands and feet so that they will not die. This is to be a lasting ordinance for Aaron and his descendants for the generations to come. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take the following fine spices, 500 shekels of liquid myrrh, murder, Half as much, that is 250 shekels of fragrant cinnamon, 250 shekels of fragrant cane, 200, 500 shekels of cassia, all according to the sanctuary shekel, and a hin of olive oil. Olive oil. And a hin of olive oil. 
Make those into a sacred anointing oil, a fragrant blend, the work of a perfumer. It will be the sacred anointing oil. Then use it to anoint the tent of meeting, the ark of the testimony, the table and all its articles, the lampstand and its accessories, the altar of incense and the altar of burnt offerings and all its utensils, and the basin with its stand. You shall consecrate them so that they will be most holy, and whatever touches them will be holy. Anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them so they may serve me as priests. Say to the Israelites, this is to be my sacred anointing oil for generations to come. Do not pour it on men's bodies and do not make any oil with the same formula. It is sacred and you are to consider it sacred. Whoever makes perfume like it and whoever puts it on another, then a priest must cut, a priest must cut off. Whoosh! Whoever makes perfume like it and whoever puts it on anyone other than a priest must be cut off from his people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take fragrant spices, gum resin, oincha, and galbanum, and pure frankincense, all in equal amounts, and make a fragrant blend of incense, the work of a perfumer. It is to be salted and pure and sacred. Grind some of it to powder and place it in front of the testimony in the tent of meeting where I will meet with you. It shall be most holy to you. Do not make any incense with this formula for yourselves. Consider it holy to the Lord. Whoever makes any like it to enjoy its fragrance must be cut off from its people. And the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel. Bezalel. Son of, hmm. See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of her of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill, ability, and knowledge in all kinds of crafts, to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of craftsmanship. Moreover, I have appointed Oholiab, son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, to help him. Also, I have given skill to all the craftsmen to make everything. I have commanded you. Oh, also I have given skill to all the craftsmen to make everything I have commanded you. The tent of meeting, the ark of the testimony with the atonement cover on it, and all the other furnishings of the tent, the table and its articles, the pure gold lamp stand and all its accessories, and the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offerings and all its utensils, the basin with its stand, and also the woven garments, both the sacred garments for Aaron the priest and the garments for his sons when they serve as priests and the anointing oil and fragrant incense for the holy place. They are to make them just as I commanded you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, You must observe my Sabbaths. This will be a sign between me and you for the generations to come, so you may know that I am the Lord who makes you holy. Observe the Sabbath because it is holy to you. Anyone who desecrates it must be put to death. Whoever does any work on that day must be cut off from his people. For six days work is to be done, by, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of rest, holy to, the, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day must be put to death. The Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it for generations to come as a lasting covenant. It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he abstained from work and rested. When the Lord finished speaking to Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two tablets of the testimony, the tablets of stone, stone inscribed by the finger of God. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before us. 
As for this fellow Moses who brought up, brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what happened to him. Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, Tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterwards they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in revelry. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down because your people whom you brought out brought up out of Egypt have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. They have bowed down to it and sacrificed it and have said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. That happened so fast. Aaron was there the whole time and just did that, which seems stupid of him to do. I don't know. Sorry, Aaron, but you done fucked up. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are a stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. But Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. O Lord, he said, why should your anger burn against your people, whom you have brought out of Egypt with great power and mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say, it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to wipe them off the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce anger, relent, and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servants Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom you swore by your own self, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give your descendants all the land I promised them, and it will be their inheritance forever. Then the Lord relented and did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. Moses turned and went down the mountain with the two tablets and the testimony in his hands. They were inscribed on both sides, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, There is the sound of war in the camp. Moses replied, It is not the sound of victory, it is not the sound of defeat, it is the sound of singing that I hear. When Moses approached the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, his anger burned and he threw the tablets out of his hand, breaking them <laughs> breaking them to pieces at the foot of the mountain. And he took the calf they had made and burned it in the fire, and then he ground it to powder and scattered it on the water and made the Israelites drink it. What did these people do? Uh, he said to Aaron, What did these people do to you that you led them into such great sin? Do not be angry, my lord, Moses answered. You know how prone these people are to evil. They said to me, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. So I told them, whoever has any gold jewelry, take it off. And then they gave me the gold and I threw it into the fire and out came the scaff. Uh-huh. Moses saw that the people were running wild and that Aaron had let them get out of control and so became a laughingstock to their enemies. So he stood at the entrance to the camp and said, Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites rallied to him. And he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Each man strap a sword to his side. Go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother and friend and neighbor. The Levites did as Moses commanded, and that day about 3,000 people, 3,000 of the people died. 
Then Moses said, said, Then Moses said, You have been set apart to the Lord today, for you are against your own sons and brothers, and he has blessed you to this day. Vengeful God and a vengeful Moses. The next day Moses said to the people, You have committed a great sin, but now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold, but now please forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written. The Lord replied to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron had made. And the Lord said to Moses, Leave this place, you and the people you brought up out of Egypt, and go up to the land I promised an oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants, and I will send an angel before you and drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go with you, because you are a stiff-necked people. I love that. New, new insult just dropped. And I might destroy you on the way. When the people heard these distressing words, they began to mourn, and no one put on any ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, You are stiff-necked people, and if I were to go with you, even for a moment, I might destroy you. Now take off your ornaments, and I will decide what to do with you. So the Israelites stripped off their ornaments at Mount Horeb. Now Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp some distance away, calling it the Tent of Meeting. Anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the Tent of Meeting outside the camp. Now this is lowercase t of lowercase m meaning, not uh, capital T and M like we were reading about before. And whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people rose and stood at the entrances to their tent, watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. Whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance to the tent, they all stood and worshipped, each at the entrance to his tent. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks with his friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, and his young aide Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways, so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me? How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. Then Moses said, Now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, You cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. Then the Lord said, There is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. 
The Lord said to Moses, chisel out two stone tablets like the first one, and I will write on them the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. (laughs) Be ready in the morning and then come up on Mount Sinai. Present yourself, present yourself to me on top of the mountain. No one is to come with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Not even, not even the flocks and herds may graze in front of the mountain. So Moses chiseled out two stone tablets like the first ones and went up Mount Sinai early in the morning. as The Lord had commanded him and he carried the two, two stone tablets in his hands. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, uh, uh, abounding in love and faithlessness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellious, rebellion and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He leaves the children and their children for the sin. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation. Moses bowed to the ground at once and worshipped. O Lord, if I have found favor in your eyes, he said, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, forgive our wickedness and our sin and take us as your inheritance. Then the Lord said, I am making a covenant with you. Before all people, I will do wonders never before done in any nation in the world. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. Obey what I command you today. I will drive out before... Before you, the Amorites, Canites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jebusites. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land where you are going, or they will be a snare among you. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and cut down their Asherah poles. Do not worship any other god, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land, for when they prostitute themselves to their gods and sacrifice to them, they will invite you and will eat, and you will eat their sacrifices. And when you choose some of their daughters as wives for your sons, and those daughters prostitute themselves to their gods, they will leave, lead your sons to do the same. Do not make cast idols. Celebrate the feast of unleavened bread. For seven days eat the bread made without yeast as I commanded you. Do this at the appointed time in the month of Abib for... In that month you came out of Egypt. The first offspring of every womb belongs to me, including all the firstborn males of your livestock, whether from herd or flock. Redeem the firstborn donkey with a lamb. If you do not redeem it, break its neck. Redeem all your firstborn sons. No one is to appear before me empty-handed. Six days you shall labor, but on the seventh day you shall rest. Even during the plowing season and harvest you must rest. Celebrate the Feast of Weeks with the first fruits of the harvest of the wheat harvest and the feast of ingathering at the turn of the year. Three times a year all your men three times a year all your men are to appear before the sovereign Lord, the God of Israel. I will drive out nations before you and enlarge your territory, and no one will covet your land before you. And no one will covet your land when you go up three times each year to appear before the Lord your God. Do not offer the blood of a sacrifice to me along with anything containing yeast. And do not let any of the sacrifice from the Passover feast remain until morning. Bring the best of the first fruits of your soil to the house of the Lord your God. Do not cook a, a young goat in its mother's milk. And then the Lord said to Moses, Write down these words, for in accordance with these words I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. Moses was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights without eating bread or drinking water. And he wrote on the tablets, 
the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant, because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. So Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him, and he spoke to them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near him, and he gave them all the commands that the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. And when Moses finished speaking, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak to him, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he <laughs> and when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went to speak with the Lord. Moses assembled the whole Israelite community and said to them, These are the things the Lord has commanded you to do. For six days work is to be done, but the seventh day shall be your holy day, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on it must be put to death. Do not light a fire in any of your dwellings on the Sabbath day. Moses said to the whole Israelite community, This is what the Lord has commanded. From what you have, take an offering for the Lord. Everyone who is willing is to bring to the Lord an offering of gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen, goat hair, ramskins, dyed red, and hides of sea cows, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, and onyx stones and other gems to be mounted to the ephod and breastpiece. All who are skilled among you are to come and make everything the Lord commanded. The tabernacle with its tents and its coverings, clasps, frames, crossbars, posts, and bases, the ark with its poles, and the atonement cover and the curtain that shields it, the table with its poles and all its articles and the bread of the presence, the lampstand that is for the light with its accessories, lamps and oils for the light, the altar of incense with its poles, the anointing oil and the fragrant incense, the curtain for the doorway at the entrance to the tabernacle, the altar of the burnt offering with its bronze grafting and its poles and all its utensils, the bronze basin with its stand, the curtains of the courtyard with its posts and bases and the curtains for the entrance to the courtyard, the tent pegs of the tabernacle in the courtyard and their ropes, the woven garments worn for ministering in the sanctum, uh, sanctuary, both the sacred garments for Aaron, the priests, and the garments for his sons when they serve as priests. Then the whole Israelite community withdrew from Moses' presence, and everyone who was willing and whose heart moved him came and brought an offering to the Lord for the work of the tent of meeting, that's capital T, capital M again, for all its service and for the sacred garments. All who were willing, men and women alike, came and brought gold jewelry of all kinds, brooches, earrings, rings, and ornaments. They all presented their gold as a wave of offering to the Lord. Everyone who had blue, purple, or scarlet yarn, or fine linen, or goat hair, ramskins dyed red, and hides of sea cows, I can't get over the sea cows, those presenting an offering of silver and bronze brought it as an offering to the Lord, and everyone who had acacia wood for any part of the work brought it. Every skilled woman spun with her hands and brought what she had spun, blue, purple, or scarlet yarn, and five fine linen, and all the women who were willing had the skill spun who had the skill spun the goat hair. The leaders brought onyx stones and other gems to be mounted on the ephod and breastpiece, and they also brought spices and olive oil for the light, and for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense. All the Israelite men and women who were willing brought the Lord brought to the Lord free will offerings for all of the work the Lord through Moses had commanded them to do. Then Moses said to the Israelites, See the Lord has shown has chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and he has filled with him the Spirit of God. 
with skill, ability, and knowledge in all kinds of crafts to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze, and to cut and set stones, to cut and set stones to work in wood and to engage in all kinds of artistic craftsmanship. He has given both him and Oholiab, son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach others. He has filled them with skill to do all kinds of work as craftsmen, designers, embroiderers in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen and, linen and weavers, all of them, master craftsmen and designers. So Bezalel, Oholiab, and every skilled person to whom the Lord has given skill and ability to know how to carry out all of the work of constructing the sanctuary are to do the work just as the world, uh, the Lord commanded. Then Moses son summoned Bezalel and Oholiab and every skilled person to whom the Lord had given the ability and who was willing to come do the work. They received from Moses all the offerings the Israelites had brought to carry out the work constructing the sanctuary. And the people continued to bring freewill offerings morning after morning. So all the skilled so all the skilled craftsmen who were doing all of the work on the sanctuary left their work and said to Moses, The people bringing more than enough for doing the work the Lord commanded to be done. The people are bringing more than enough for doing the work the Lord commanded to be done. Then Moses gave an order and they sent this word throughout the camp. No man or woman is to make anything else as an offering for the sanctuary. And so the people were restrained from bringing more because they had already, because what they already had was more than enough to do all the work. All the skilled men among the workmen made the tabernacle with 10 curtains of finely twisted linen and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn with cherubim worked into them by a skilled craftsman. All the curtains were the same size, 28 cubits long and 4 cubits wide. They joined five of the curtains together, and they did the same with the other five. And then they made loops of blue material along the edge of the curtain in one set, and the same was done with the end curtain in the other set. They, they also made 50 loops on one in the other set. They also made 50 loops on one curtain and 50 loops on the end curtain of the other set, and the loops opposite each other. Then they made 50 gold clasps and used them to fashion the two sets of curtains together so that the tabernacle was a unit. Then they made curtains of goat hair for the tent over the tabernacle, 11 altogether. All 11 curtains were the same size, 30 cubits long and 4 cubits wide. They joined 5 of the curtains to one set and the other 6 into another set. Then they made 15 loops along the edge of the end of the curtain in one set and also along the edge of the end curtain in the other set. They made 50 bronze clasps to fashion the tent together as a unit. Then they made for the tent a covering of ram skins dyed red and over that a covering of hides of sea cows. They made upright frames of acacia wood for the tabernacle. Each frame was 10 cubits long and a cubit and a half wide with two projections set parallel to each other. They made all the frames of the tabernacle in this way. They made 20 frames They made 20 frames for the cell side of the tabernacle and made 40 silver bases to go under them two bases for each frame, one under each projection. For the other side, the north side of the tabernacle, they made 20 frames and 40 silver bases, two under each frame. They made six frames for the far end, and is the west, and that is the west end of the tabernacle, and two frames were made from the corner of the tabernacle at the far end. At these two corners, the frames were double from the bottom all the way to the top and fitted into the single ring. Both were made alike. So there were eight frames and 16 silver bases, two under each frame. They also made crossbars of acacia wood, 
five for the frames on one side of the tabernacle, five for those on the other side, and five for the frames of the west at the far end of the tabernacle. They made the center crossbar so that it extended from one end to the middle of the frames. They overlaid the frames with gold and made gold rings to hide the crossbars. They also overlaid the crossbars with gold. They made the curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn. They made the curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen with cherubim worked into it by a skilled craftsman. They made four posts of acacia wood for it and overlaid them with gold. They made gold hooks for them and cast their four silver bases. For the entrance to the tent, they made a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer. And they made five posts with hooks for them. They overlaid the top of the posts with their bands in gold and made their five bases of bronze. Bezalel made the Ark of Acacia wood, two and a half cubits long and a cubic cubit and a half wide and a cubit and a half high he overlaid it with pure gold both inside and out and made a gold molding around it he cast four gold rings for it and fastened them to its four feet with two rings on one side and two rings on the other then he made poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold and he inserted the poles into the right rings to the rings on the sides of the ark to carry it he made the atonement cover of pure gold two and a half cubits long and a cubit and a half wide and then he made two cherubim out of hammered gold at the ends of the cover. He made one cherub on one end and the second cherub on the other, and at the two ends he made them of one piece with the cover. The cherubim had their wings spread upward, overshadowing the cover with them. The cherubim faced each other, looking toward the cover. They made the table of acacia wood, two cubits long, a cubit wide, and a cubit and a half high. Then they overlaid it with pure gold and made a gold molding around it. They also made it a rim made it a rim a hand's breadth wide and put a gold molding on the rim they cast four gold rings for the table and were fastened them to the four corners where the four legs were the rings were put close to the rim to hold the poles and you poles used in carrying the table the poles for carrying the table were made of acacia wood and were overlaid with with gold and they were made from pure gold the articles for the table its plates and dishes and bowls and its pitchers for the pouring out of drink offerings they made the lampstand of pure gold and hammered it out, base and shaft. Its flower-like cups, buds, and blossoms were of one piece with it. Six branches extended from the sides of the lampshade, three on one side and three on the other. Three cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms were on one branch, three on the next branch, and three, and the same for all six branches extending from the lampstand. And on the lampstand were four cups shaped like almond flowers and buds and blossoms. One bud was under the first pair of branches extending from the lampstand, the second bud under the second pair, and a third bud under the third pair, six branches in all. The buds and the branches were all of one piece with the lampstand hammered out of pure gold. They made it seven lamps as well as its wick, trimmers, and trays of pure gold. They made the lampstand and all its accessories from one talent of pure gold. They made the altar of incense out of acacia wood. It was square, a cubit long and a cubit wide, and two cubits high. Its horn, z, its horns of one piece with it. They overlaid the top and all the sides and the horns with pure gold and made a gold molding around it. They made two gold rings below the molding, two on opposite sides, to hold the poles used to carry it. They made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. They also made sacred anointing oil and the pure fragrant incense, the work of a perfumer. They built the offer of burnt off they built the altar of burnt offering of acacia wood, three cubits high. It was square, five cubits long and five cubits wide. They made a horn at each of the four corners so that the horns and the altar were, were of one piece. 
and they overlaid the altar with bronze. They made all its utensils of bronze, its pots, shovels, sprinkling bowls, meat forks, and fire pans. They made a grating for the altar, a bronze network, to be under its ledge, halfway up the altar. They cast bronze rings to lead to hold the poles for its four corners by the bronze grating. They made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze. They inserted the poles into the rings so that they would be on the sides of the altar for carrying it. They made a hollow out of boards. They made a bronze. They made the bronze basin and its bronze stand from the mirrors of the women who served at the entrance to the tent meeting, tent of meeting. Next, they made the courtyard. The south side was a hundred cubits long, and had curtains of finely twisted linen with twenty pots and twenty bronze bases, with silver hooks and bands for the posts. The north side was also a hundred cubits long and twenty posts and twenty bronze bases with silver hooks and bands on the posts. The west end was fifty cubits wide and had curtains with ten posts and ten bases with silver hooks and bands on the posts. The east end toward the sunrise was also fifty cubits wide. Curtains fifty cubits long were on one side of the entrance with three posts and three bases. And the curtains 15 cubits long were on the other side of the entrance to the courtyard with three posts and three bases. All the curtains around the courtyard were of finely twisted linen. The bases for the posts were bronze. The hooks and the bands on the pots posts were silver and their tops were overlaid with silver. And so all the pots posts of the courtyard had silver bands. The curtain for the entrance to the courtyard was of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer. It was 20 cubits long, and like the curtains of the courtyard, five cubits high, with four posts and four bronze bases. Their hooks and bands were silver, and their tops were overlaid with silver. All the tent pegs of the tabernacle of the surrounding courtyard were bronze. These were the amounts of the material. Oh boy, these were the amounts of the materials used for the tab- tabernacle, the tabernacle of testimony, which were recorded at Moses' command by the Levites under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. Uh, Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made everything the Lord commanded Moses. With him was Oholiab, son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, a craftsman and designer, and an embroiderer in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen. The total amount of the gold from the wave offering used for all of the work of the sanctuary was 29 talents and 730 shekels, according, according to the sanctuary shekel. The silver obtained from those of the community who were counted in the census was 100 talents and 1,775 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel. One becca per person, that is, half a shekel, according to the sanctuary shekel, from everyone who had crossed over to those counted 20 years old or more, a total of 603,550 men. The 100 talents of silver were used to cast the bases for the sanctuary and for the curtain, 100 bases from the 100 talents, one talent for each base. They used the 1,775 shekels to make the hooks for the posts, to overlay the tops of the posts, and to make their bands. The bronze from the wave offering was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. They used it to make the bases for the entrance to the tent of meeting, the bronze altar with its bronze grating and all its utensils, the bases for the surrounding courtyard and those for its entrance and all the tents, tent pegs for the tabernacle and those surrounding the courtyard. Okay, we are going to make it to the end of Exodus, but I am fading fast. So stick with me for another 10 minutes or so. We're wrapping it up. Whew. From the blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, they made woven garments for ministering to the sanctuary. They also made sacred garments for Aaron as the Lord commanded Moses. 
They made the ephod of gold and of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and of finely twisted linen. They hammered out thin sheets of gold and cut strand to be worked into blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen, the work of a fine craftsman. The work of a skilled craftsman. They made shoulder pieces for the ephod, which were attached to two of its corners so it could be fastened. Its skillfully woven waistband was like it, of one piece with the ephod and made with gold, and with purple, <laughs> blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and with finely twisted linen, as the Lord had commanded Moses. They mounted the onyx stone in gold filigree settings and engraved them like a seal with the names of the sons of Israel. Then they fastened them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as memorial stones for the sons of Israel, as the Lord commanded Moses. They fashioned the breastpiece, the work of a skilled craftsman. They made it look like the ephod of gold and of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and of finely twisted linen. It was square, a span long and a span wide and folded double. Then they mounted four rows of precious stones on them. See, this wouldn't take so long to read if we didn't have to read everything twice. Then they mounted four rows of precious stones. In the first row, there was a ruby, a topaz, and a beryl. In the second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and an emerald. And in the third row, a jacinth, and a gate, and an amethyst. In the fourth row was a chrysolite, an onyx, and a jasper. They were mounted in gold filigree settings. There were twelve stones, one for each of the names of the sons of Israel, each engraved like a seal with the name of one of the twelve tribes. For the breastplate they made braided chains of pure gold like a rope. They made two gold filigree settings and two gold rings and fastened the rings to two of the corners of the breastpiece. They fastened the two gold chains to the rings at the corner of the breastpiece and the other ends of the chains to the two settings, attaching them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front. They made two gold rings and attached them to the other two corners of the breastpiece on the inside edge next to the ephod. Then they made two more gold rings attached and attached to them to the bottom of the shoulder pieces on the front of the ephod, close to the seam just above the waistband of the ephod. They tied the rings of the breastplate to the rings of the ephod with blue cord. They tied the rings of the breastplate to the rings of the ephod with blue cord, connecting it to the waistband so that the breastpiece would not swing out from the ephod as the Lord commanded Moses. They made the robe of the ephod entirely of blue cloth, the work of a weaver with an opening in the center of the robe, like the opening of a collar, and a band around this opening so that it would not tear. And they made pomegranates of purple, blue, and scarlet yarn, and finely twisted linen around the hem of the robes. And they made the bells of pure gold and attached them around the hem between the pomegranates. The bells and the pomegranates alternated, <laughs> alternated, alternated around the hem of the robes to be worn for ministering, as the Lord had commanded Moses. For Aaron and his sons, they made tunics of fine linen, the work of a weaver, and the turban of fine linen, and linen headbands and the undergarments of finely twisted linen. Linen, The sash was of finely twisted linen and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, the work of an embroiderer, as the Lord commanded Moses. They made the plate, the sacred diadem, out of pure gold, and engraved on it, and engraved on it like an, like an, like an inscription on a seal, holy to the Lord. And then they fastened a blue cord to it to attach it to a turban as the Lord commanded Moses. So all the work of the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, capital T, capital M, was completed. The Israelites did everything just as the Lord commanded Moses. Then they brought the capital. <laughs> then they brought the tabernacle to Moses, the tent and all its furnishings, its clasps, frames, crossbars, posts, and bases, the covering of ramskins dyed red, the covering of hides of sea cows, and the shielding curtain and the Ark of the Testimony, with its poles and its atonement cover, the tabernacle with all its articles and bread of presence, 
the pure gold lampstand with its rows of lamps and all its accessories and the oil for light, the gold altar, the anointing oil, the fragrant incense, and the curtain for the entrance to the tent, the bronze altar with its bronze gratings, its poles and all its utensils, the basins with its stand, the basins with its stand, the curtains of the courtyard with its posts and bases, and the curtains for the entrance to the courtyard, the ropes and tent pegs for the courtyard, all the furnishings for the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and the woven garments worn for ministering in the sanctuary, both the sacred garments for Aaron the priest and the garments for his sons who were serving as priests. The Israelites had done all the work just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses inspected the work and saw that they had done it just as the Lord commanded, so Moses blessed them. Then the Lord said to Moses, Set up the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, on the first day of the first month. Place the ark of the testimony in it, and shield the ark with the curtain. Bring it, bring in the table, and set out what belongs on it. Then bring in the lampstand, and set up its lamps. Place the gold altar of incense in the front of the ark of the testimony, and put a curtain at the entrance of the tabernacle. Place the altar of burnt offerings in front of the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting. Place the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. Set up the courtyard around it and put the curtain and put the curtain at the entrance of the courtyard. Take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and everything in it. Concentrate conse- consecrate it and all its furnishings and it will be holy. Then anoint the altar of burning offerings and all its utensils, consecrating the altar and it will be most holy. Anoint the basin and its stand and consecrate them. Bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance to the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then dress Aaron in the sacred garments, anoint him, and consecrate him so he may serve me as priest. Bring his son and dress them as tunics. Anoint them just as you anointed their father, so they may serve me as priests. Their anointing will be to a priesthood that will continue for all generations to come. Moses did everything just as the Lord commanded him. So the tabernacle was set up for the first day of the first month in the second year. When Moses set up the tabernacle, he put the bases in place, erected the frames, inserted the crossbars, and set up the posts. Then he spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering over the tent as the Lord commanded him. He took the testimony and placed it in the ark, attached it to the poles to the ark, and put the atonement cover over it. Then he brought the ark into the tabernacle and hung the shielding curtain and shielded the ark of the testimony as the Lord commanded him. Moses played the table in the tent meeting on the north side of the tabernacle outside the curtain and set out the bread on it before the Lord, as the Lord commanded him. He placed the lampstand in the tent meeting opposite the table on the south side of the tabernacle and set up the lamps before the Lord, as the Lord commanded him. Moses placed the gold altar in the tent of meeting in front of the curtain and burned the fragrant incense on it as the Lord commanded him. Then he put up the curtain at the entrance of the tabernacle. He set the altar of burnt offerings near the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, the tent of meeting, and offered on it burnt offerings and grain offerings as the Lord commanded of him. He placed the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it for washing. And Moses and Aaron and his sons used it to wash their hands and feet. They washed whenever they entered the tent of meeting and approached the altar as the Lord commanded Moses. Then Moses set up the courtyard around the tabernacle and the altar and put up the curtain in the entrance to the courtyard. And so Moses finished the work. Then the cloud covering the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could not enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled upon it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. In all the travels of the Israelites, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out. Over the tabernacle by day and fire was in the cloud by night 
and in the sight of all the house of Israel during all their travels. Let go and let God, baby. See you next week.